Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Happy Wednesday night to you. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're good. I'm going to be hanging out for the next four hours. This is when I get started every weeknight. That means Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host. Dave Shepard, he's holding it down alive from New York City. We got things covered, a lot of ground between New York and Atlanta, but here we are. And we're talking to you wherever you're at. Thank you to everybody listening live on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. We got folks tuned in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free, F-R-E-E. Make sure you get that app. You can also listen on Sirius XM Channel 158 and... If you have a smart speaker, if you walk in the door, just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. You don't got to press anything. Just talk to that computer. It works. Okay? Look, if you want to talk to us here live on the radio, if you have a phone, two tomato cans, you got a string, you can call us. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's the phone number if you want to talk to America. And also at the same time, you can find me on the internet. You don't want to call? Just want to be some anonymous person on the internet? You can do that. I am at JR Sport Brief on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Because it is Wednesday night, I'm doing the same thing I do every Wednesday night. Not trying to take over the world like Pinky and the Brain, but I'm going to deliver to you a new top six list. We'll do that two hours from now. I want to share with you a list of some of the most athletic freaks this century. If you need help trying to understand this century, it's about the uh, 20, 22 years, okay? Not 100 years ago, about the last 20 years. So we got that top six list coming two hours from now. There's also some movement, some news here in the world of sports that we'll get into. Michigan continues to hit back against any a strike by the Big Ten to suspend their head coach, Jim Harbaugh. We'll talk about that. The Angels have a new manager, Ron Washington. I feel bad for Ron Washington. He's a nice guy. He's a beloved guy. He's like Dusty Baker. Too bad he's going to be managing a crap team with a crap organization, likely watching Shohei Otani walk out the door. But go get that money, Ron. I'm happy for him. Deion Sanders talks about coaching. Not another college team, but Dion potentially coaching 
in the, the NFL. He gives a reason, a big reason why he probably will not do it. And then he also gives another big reason why he might, just maybe, you know, maybe he'd entertain it. And so we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. And then also, how about this? The NBA is back. And what do I mean the NBA is back? Well, if you knew anything, maybe you do. We talked about it last night. There was no basketball. There was no NBA basketball, at least, because it was election day. And the NBA, a staunch advocate of its, uh, its fans watching or participating in the voting process, they scheduled no games so people could go out and, and vote. I don't know how many more years they're going to do this, but that's the case. And so the NBA is back. And we had some... Uh, some cool matchups that have been underway tonight. How about this? Right out of the gate, and we'll get to this one in a minute, you could call this a, a marquee game. Philadelphia 76ers beat the Celtics. Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey helped lead the Sixers to their sixth straight win. Uh, the Philadelphia 76ers are 6-1. Boston is now 5-2. Joel Embiid, 27 points. Maxey, 25 points. And for at least one night, the Sixers are better than the Celtics. Presumably, between them and the Bucks, eh, two of the top two teams in the East, the Sixers still trying to uh, show that they got some legs even without that James Harden guy. And this is a matchup that I got to admit, I was disappointed in. This happened to be nationally televised on ESPN. It was hyped up like nobody's business because why not hype it up like nobody's business? It's Victor Wembenyama making his debut in Madison Square Garden. And it was a flop. The New York Knicks, just actually seconds ago, they beat the San Antonio Spurs. Final score, 126 to 105. San Antonio Spurs fall to 3-5. and five. The Knicks are now even at 4-4. Four and four. And in his debut, Victor Wembenyama stunk. He shot 4-14 from the field. He finished with 14 total points, grabbed nine rebounds, had two assists. No sounds crazy. He only blocked one shot, and six of his points came at the free throw line. At one point in time during the game, the San Antonio Spurs were down 30 points. The game was semi-close by about 21 points here, and the Spurs went on a 17-7 run. And so Victor Wembenyama, yeah, he might be leading the rookies in scoring and blocks, second in the NBA in block shots. But for tonight, he stunk. Victor Wembenyama, even earlier in the day, I think this is a ridiculous quote that a lot of people ran with. They asked him about being in Madison Square Garden. Victor Wembenyama, all seven foot four, five inches of him, however tall he is, he was at shoot around. He's at an empty Madison Square Garden earlier today. And he was asked, man, what do, you, what do you think about this place? How do you feel being in Madison Square Garden? What are your first impressions? Listen. Not as big as I expected, but still the vibe is here. What are your expectations? Crowd, experience, environment. Tough game, you know, physical, physical and, uh, yeah, you passion fans. Yeah, he said something about passionate fans between the bounce and the basketballs. But the first thing that he said was, Hey, Madison Square Garden isn't as big as I thought. And this thing was plastered. That quote was plastered all over the Internet in big letters. Victor Wembenyama, MSG isn't as big as I thought it was. It's like, what, what? 
He's talking about the size of the arena. Big deal. He's talked about the place being a mecca. He's talked about the place being the center stage of basketball, and he wanted to find out what it's all about. And he goes to the game tonight, and he stinks. Only 14 points. Only 14 points. And 4-14 from the field is a is a tough out. Victor Wembenyama earlier today making his debut. I know a lot of people paid to go see him at Madison Square Garden. He was also asked about a nickname. You know, I think Kevin Durant might have called him a unicorn, or maybe Porzingis, and LeBron said that he's just an alien. And so Wembenyama chimed in on that as well. Listen. That nickname's been used over and over, so I'm, I'm not a really big fan of it. You know, just like LeBron said, everybody's been a unicorn. But it's just one alien, right? Yeah, I guess he's going to be called the alien. Last week, Victor Wembenyama showed up to a basketball game as, and for Halloween as Slender Man, which is appropriate for a dude who looks like he is, uh, you know, 210 pounds soaking wet, which he is. Seven foot four, 210 is what he's listed as. And so heading into tonight, Victor Wembenyama, I don't want to say surprisingly, he's been averaging 20 points, eight rebounds, and two assists a game. He's shooting 46% from the field. And if you've been watching any of the games, he ain't just rim running. He ain't just putting the ball back. This man is taking jump shots, which look ridiculously fluid. His jumper is wet. This man is out there. He may not be in the paint as much as people would necessarily want him to be. He's going to the basket. He's taking turnaround Jays. He's crossing over. He is a seven foot four shooting guard who's out there playing center. And in the process of it, he's looking pretty damn good. I know that there are folks who are upset at Chet Holmgren and, and Chet isn't generating the same amount of attention as Victor Wembenyama. And, well, look, Chet Holmgren is good, but he, he ain't Victor Wembenyama. 17 points, eight rebounds, three assists. You could say at 55% from the field that Chet Holmgren is performing better. But he, here's the reality. He ain't moving around like Wembenyama. He also doesn't have the, necessarily the ceiling of Victor Wembenyama. Chet Holmgren could go down being a Hall of Fame basketball player. Like most dudes, he has to go out there and stay healthy. But there's a reason people are enamored with Victor Wembenyama. It's because he's out there moving around like he's, he's six foot five. And so I sat and I watched part of the game as I got ready for the show. And I'm looking up and, and I'm, the Spurs are down by 30. I'm mad everybody who spent a dollar and a dime didn't get their money's worth. And I'm saying to myself, this is just a rookie season. You're going to have your ups. You're going to have your downs. And for tonight, Victor Wembenyama he stared into the face of a down. We've seen plenty of people go into Madison Square Garden and absolutely light it up. The Kobe Bryants of the world, the LeBron James. Unfortunately for Nick fans, they have uh, unfortunate memories of people like Reggie Miller lighting it up in Madison Square Garden. They are the Michael Jordans who decided to just make a career out of torturing the New York Knicks. Everybody goes into Madison Square Garden and kills the Knicks. And I'm sure Victor Wembenyama will get there. He's 19 years old. Tonight he shows up and he takes an L. I'm sure it's a learning experience. But would anybody be surprised 
if the next time Victor Wembanyama is in the Garden, which is going to have to be next year, East Coast plays West once a year, verse, vice versa, if he goes into the Garden and destroys, it's amazing what Victor Wembanyama has done already in the league. He's going to have his ups. He's going to have his downs. And for tonight, learning experience. I was going to say maybe he should get on the subway. But, Shep, remember that? Victor, he, he took the subway in the draft. He did that already. I, I do remember that, yes. Pretty awesome. What else? He went to, he's had, I don't want to call Victor Wembenyama an uh, established, well, he'll be in Brooklyn. That, that'll, be, uh, that'll be later on in the year. I guess he can get some get back in Brooklyn. But Victor Wembenyama might as well be a New Yorker. He rode the subway. He went to a Yankees game. What else did he do, Shep? Did he do anything else? Oh, man. Uh, Grand Central, right? Wasn't that a thing? I don't think they put him in Grand Central. Wasn't that a thing? He Like Times Square? He did one of those two things. Uh, Empire Times State Square. Building. You know, it, it, it's... He would have blown away, man. <laughs> you know, Jared, it's funny. You've, you've said twice now that he stunk tonight, right? He did. Okay. This is what's amazing. This guy is 19 years old. It's like game number eight or nine for him. He's had the worst two-game stretch of his career. JR, he's still giving you 14 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, and two blocks per game. It's the worst two-game stretch of his career. And one of the most fair-minded hosts in the country is saying this guy stinks because of his performance. I'm not saying you're saying he stinks, but his performance stunk. Like, that's how high the ceiling is. Like, if this is any other rookie, no one's saying he stunk if he goes 14 and 10. He went 4 and 14. He stunk. Oof. Yeah, and he's yeah. I don't care who you are, right? Or what you who you. If LeBron James shot four or fourteen tonight, LeBron James stunk tonight. That's what it is. Anybody shooting a basketball who goes four fourteen, they stunk. Not four ten. Four fourteen, you stunk. Well, he had a bad. He had a bad shooting night, Jr. But yeah, but he stunk. Yes. I mean, he still was second in the team in points. Like. He wasn't. So, and the team got the team was losing by thirty points. Fair, fair enough, and and he led them in rebounds. Like I, I'm not saying he he delivered on the goods here. I'm not saying he lived up to fans' expectations his first time performing at MSG. But that's how high the ceiling is on this guy. Like he still had arguably, and I, I know I know they were not good tonight, but he still was one of not, the two or three best players the Spurs put out there tonight. Yeah, well, he always will be. Right. That doesn't take away from the fact that he stunk. He stunk tonight. What are we? What are we? What are we covering up? He shot four fourteen. He stunk. He ended up with fourteen points and nine rebounds. The results are good. If I wanted to run around and look at plus minus, I'm sure it'd be ugly. He stunk. Team stunk. I, I guess I give him a little bit of a pass because he's nineteen years old and hasn't even played double digit games yet for his NBA career. If if this is if this is Joel Embiid going four fourteen or Nikola Jokic, then I think it's fair to say he stunk. But because he hasn't seen the hardwood for more than 10 games, is it fair right now to say he stunk? Or maybe he didn't play ex- up to expectations. There's a difference, though. It, it doesn't matter. Okay. With the context of in this game, 4 of 14, I don't care who you are or what the expectations are or were, he stunk. Hey, it was, it was two months ago after one preseason game, you made it sound like he was going to get destroyed in the league. I don't remember saying he was going to get destroyed. I said, to your point, that he's going to get a little pushed around and that based on what I saw when he bricked 15 jumpers in a row wide open, I didn't think that was the best sign. JR, I didn't realize... Jumper is crazy. Right, right. To your point, 
It's incredibly fluid. Does look 6'5 when he shoots the basketball. Nobody can get a hand up and block him. So he is going to have that air that air every single time to himself. It's unprecedented. I did not know he would be this good this fast. Oh, yeah, I did not. That I was, and I said it was tough to say that after one preseason game. Yeah, I was. I was premature on that. But but I also think that I also I, I like to your point. We really ran with that quote today. Like a lot of people did, but he well, also talked is. about like MSG, right? But he also it talked is. about MSG being this like really magical place, and he talked about the great energy and the great yes. vibe that's Click, there. Clickbait. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess, me personally, Jr., I'm erring more on the side of like, let's not say I'm not saying you're wrong for saying this, but that's how great this guy is. That and, and Jared, like they well, can was, be right that going having the second most points on his team and the most rebounds on his team in an NBA basketball game not even in his 10th career game and someone who's as fair minded as you is saying that performance stunk tonight well it's not about it's not about him it could be anybody if i played in any basketball game out on the street and i shot 4 of 14 i stunk that day if clay thompson who i'm looking at on the screen right now is the denver nuggets take on the uh, golden state warriors if Klay Thompson shot four of fourteen, I would say he's stunk. And he's in your but Jerry, you get what I'm saying. Like Klay Thompson's I, I also do, in your eleven. But it doesn't change tonight. Right. He's stunk. Yeah, he he got he got the, the world at his fingertips. Tonight he stunk. He got stats, he got numbers, the team lost, he stunk. The world will move on. He'll likely be rookie of the year. I hope he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, he'll probably be one of the greatest players that we've ever seen. God knows what he's gonna be able to do. And they're going to be people, and I saw these, these stupid clickbait things too, not about the, the magnitude of Madison Square Garden ate up Victor Wembenyama, the, the stupid quotes about Madison Square Garden you know, being too large. People are going to run with this. It's not going to take away from what he is or what he's going to do. I really appreciate his attitude. There hasn't been a moment or a second where Victor Wembenyama has been on my screen. I watched him walk off the court at Madison Square Garden. He had his head held high. He obviously wasn't happy with the loss. He, he wasn't out there sulking. I haven't seen him sulk, be upset. I haven't seen him be, be crying, be miserable. He is all business, all even. There aren't ridiculous highs. There aren't ridiculous lows. I don't see him bitching and complaining to the referees. And so, yeah, th- there's going to be a day where he walks into Madison Square Garden, I hope, and I hope he lights the Knicks up. I want to see him get in that line. I want to see him drop 40. I want to see him drop 50. I want to see him drop 60. I want to see Victor Wembanyama get a quadruple double against the New York Knicks. I want to see him swat everything in the world away. This dude is amazing. Tonight he stunk. 4-14, 14, 14 points, 9 rebounds. And the Spurs lose to the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. At one point, they're losing by 30. Final score, 126 to 105. The world is this guy's oyster. He's fun to watch. He's going to have some some duds like tonight. And he's going to have some good ones too. He is must-see TV. There's not one player in the NBA right now, not one player, that I want to see more than Victor Wembenyama, just to see him grow. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, I guess we're going to the opposite of Victor Wembenyama. We're going to take a look at an old man who is continuing to play at a ridiculously high level in the NBA, 
and he's being opposed by a class clown named Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks versus LeBron. I guess we can consider this round two. We're going to talk about this on the other side of the break as Dylan Brooks Rockets, crap team, taking on the Lakers. I guess a disappointing team. We got a lot to do tonight as well. Just getting started, just getting warmed up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4cbs that's 855-212-4227 it is the jr sport Re show on cbs sports radio oh man this is a this is a disappointment of a not of another level it was just a few seconds ago the houston rockets just beat the los angeles lakers 128 to 94. This is like the Dylan Brooks versus LeBron James rematch. We know last season when Dylan Brooks was still a member of the Memphis Grizzlies, he talked himself into a hole. He called LeBron James old. It's talked about how he was going to lock him up. And Dylan Brooks looked like hot garbage in the playoff series. We're talking about averaging 10 points shooting 30% from the field, 23% from three. He looked like trash. Meanwhile, LeBron said, hey, man, I got, I got 20 and 11 for you. And the Lakers just smacked the Grizzlies. And this man looked like he wasn't going to get a job. But Dylan Brooks did end up with a $80 million four-year deal from the Houston Rockets. Now, what did the numbers look like tonight? Dylan Brooks, another garbage night, five points, Two of six from the field for a dude who said that he was going to uh, once again try to make LeBron tired. And I'm sure LeBron was tired. 18 points, six rebounds. He didn't get no help from nobody else. Rui Hachimura had 24. D'Angelo Russell had 22. And the Los Angeles Lakers, they lose another game on the road. They have not picked up a road victory. And this Anthony Davis dude, if you didn't know this, guess what? Hey, Shep, you want to know something about Anthony Davis? More than just street clothes? Sure. He's hurt. Now, there's nothing else to say. He's hurt. Anthony Davis did not participate in this game. Still dealing with a, uh, a strained groin, groin injury for Anthony Davis. So, I guess uh, first minor injury for the year for Anthony Davis. I'm sure a hangnail will be next. Before we got to the game, earlier today, Dylan Brooks uh, once again asked about LeBron. What are you going to do with LeBron? What is your job against LeBron? This is what Brooks had to say. Ready to lock him up. Um, been shooting the ball well. He's been playing well. So I'm just there to uh, make him tired, uh, make him get into that you know, fourth quarter early. When is, uh, somebody just needs to kick him in the groin. Yeah, I said it. Jared Allen got, well, Jared Allen kicked Draymond Green in the groin the other day. And I know a lot of people enjoyed that. Hey, Draymond is 
getting what he deserves. But, I mean, somebody has to hit Dylan Brooks. Despite that, despite last season, LeBron James, he had some uh, kind words for Dylan Brooks. He said, I ain't looking in the past. I'm not getting into all of that. I'm trying to pick up a road victory that they did not get. But LeBron James did make it clear, hey, man, they gave Dylan Brooks that money. He earned it. You know, every player that is awarded with a contract is um, awarded for a reason, and um, they're worthy of the contract that they get. So I think in his case, uh, he was worthy of the contract that he got. He's put in the work since he came out of Oregon, and, um, you know, and that's what uh, Houston found value in him, and, and he's here. Okay, all right. Anyway, LeBron James moves along. I don't want to call him poor LeBron James. He's not a poor thing about this dude. He is a he is a basketball player who is an active player who is worth a billion dollars. They ain't not a damn thing poor about LeBron James. Now, having said that, the Lakers, they are a poor story, especially here with no Anthony Davis. And so they lose to the Houston Rockets. Next up for these Los Angeles Lakers, I don't know what this is going to look like for them. Friday, they're in Phoenix against the Suns. And oh yeah, by the way, that Bradley Beal dude, he's back tonight. The Phoenix Suns are taking on the Chicago Bulls right now this second. They are in overtime, so it's nice to see that Bradley Beal back on the floor. And what did he do? 13 points, 3 of 12. Shep, that he sucks, right? Tonight he sucks. No. (laughs) Gotta be consistent, right? 3 of 12, he sucks. Someone who didn't play tonight, there was no no Booker for the Suns. And so trying to think about Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, if you ever wanted to see them play together, you'd have to go out there and, uh, I don't know, you got to play them on a basketball game. And this is, this is already the worst part, thinking about the league. It's the injuries. Like, uh, I know, and today, no. There was no basketball yesterday because of the elections. Uh, we got the, the in-season tournament is back on Friday. And that certainly, if you ask me, was a success for the first day this past Friday. Uh, but it's it's just awful that we already got dudes sitting out. Devin Booker playing with a busted-up foot a couple, couple weeks ago. And now Bradley Beal comes in and, and Devin Booker is out. Welcome to life in the NBA, where there's always typically an excuse for a star not to play, even though the NBA says that they're going to enforce their stars being out there. Good luck on that one. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of luck, the Michigan Wolverines are looking for all of the luck in the world. They are trying to keep Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. They are threatening legal action. They are sending notes. They're trying to rat out other teams. And now they're even writing, I don't know, giant books, letting the Big Ten know, mind your business. I'll explain their latest measures on the other side of the break because Michigan looks like it's getting ready to fight the Big Ten. And for all my boxing fans out there, there's a fake YouTube boxer He's trying to fight a real boxer. I'm going to tell you about that as well. 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Long time listener, first time caller. Love your show. I like how you spit the truth. I love your show. You got a great show. You're the Bob Diggity man. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. About an hour from now, this is going to be fun. We're going to talk about some of the most athletic freaks of this century. Who are some of the most athletic athletes of this century? We're going to talk about that. A new top six list that's coming in a a little more than an hour from now. In about 20 minutes from now, Deion Sanders has some words on his next coaching stop. If there is going to be a next coaching stop, he kind of shares some uh, insight as to where it will not be, where it could be, and we'll get there in about 20. But right now, it's time to talk about some fights. Hey, Shep, you like fighting? Not really. I mean, if I have to defend myself, then I like it. But not not to just oh. hit someone for the sake of hitting someone, JR. You don't like fights, do you? Me? I like watching people mm-hmm. fight. Well, you like broadcasting and uh, being the MC for some fights, so I'll give you that. Uh, listen, I, I'm, I'm here for a good fight. We got quite a, a, a few fights. How about this? Uh, I don't know. About 30 minutes ago, Giannis Antetokounmpo got into a fight with a ref. Couldn't believe that he was ejected. He had one technical. So here, here's a little bit of background. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Pistons 120-118. to 118. Giannis Antetokounmpo was not available for the end of the game because Giannis got ejected in the third quarter. He picked up his second tech. Uh, he did a dunk. He stared at one of the Pistons in the face, and the referee said, Hey, technical foul, taunting, and Giannis got the boot. Nine minutes left in the third quarter. The Bucks were already winning 73-60. to 60. And so Giannis, he proceeded to walk over to the sideline after kind of beefing with the ref. He crossed his legs. He sat down in between two fans, and he couldn't believe that he got ejected. He had 15 points at the time and nine rebounds. And look, people, people pay money to see Giannis. And he wasn't even being ridiculous with the defender. He dunked on him and, and just looked at him. And like, come on, this is basketball. I'm sure he didn't say nothing about the guy's mother. So let, let, them, let them go out there and play. Giannis ain't bothering nobody. Now, having said that, let's move on to another fight. Earlier today, we learned that the Michigan Wolverines are continuing to fight. These are the same Wolverines who are trying to compete for a national championship. They're in the top four of the college football playoff rankings. They, they just beat Purdue. They're getting ready to take on Penn State. And that's where their attention should be, right? Yeah, at least for the football team. But when you think about the school, the program, the organization, they're fighting with the Big Ten. Because it's become apparently clear, as the Big Ten is investigating this entire sign-stealing scandal, that Michigan is trying to take a preemptive strike here. It's been reported by Yahoo Sports that Michigan sent a letter to the Big Ten basically letting them know, mind your business. And don't you think about punishing us or Jim Harbaugh as we get ready to to finish up the year. They sent the letter and they detailed quite a few things that there's not sufficient evidence that we violated any rules about cheating. That the commissioner, Tony Petiti, who's in his first year as Big Ten commissioner, that he doesn't have authority to punish Jim Harbaugh, and that 
any punishment that you guys hand out, it wouldn't be fair because Rutgers, Ohio State, yes, uh, great friends of Michigan, and Purdue, that they also stole signs and shared information amongst themselves last season. And so I don't know who Michigan is paying. I'm sure they got some nice lawyers that are on payroll just to write up threatening emails and messages and send these letters. Michigan is really going for it. And as I've said for the past couple of days, I believe that this is Michigan's last stand, their best and last stand. They're going to go kicking and screaming into the game against Ohio State, which we'll see, and then likely into the college football playoff. And then we'll all find out whether or not Jim Harbaugh is, I don't want to say got the, uh, well, let's just see if he can he can win the championship. If he wins, this man is gone. If he loses, this man is still gone. And so Michigan, just basically here at the end of the season, I, I can't remember a situation or scenario like this where you have a team really competing for a national championship and there is more attention on the coach his oversight, and whether or not the the program cheated. And you, how about this? Somebody, somebody called up last night. If the Wolverines win, win it all, if they win the national championship, are people going to look at them and, and call them cheaters? Is this going to be a, a, a tainted victory for the Wolverines? I, I don't think so. I think folks are just prepared for Jim Harbaugh to go out there and fail, and the the world will go on. I don't think this is too big of a deal. Michigan is doing, I think, what it should do. It's trying to stall. It's trying to buy time. It's trying to kick the can on down the road to the point where it's not going to matter when Harbaugh is gone. He's going either way. It's just a matter of when. I think he'll go to the Raiders, as I said. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. It's not the only fight going on. Giannis Antetokounmpo fighting with referees, not physically. Michigan already fighting, well, fighting with the Big Ten to keep Harbaugh on the sidelines. I don't even know if I should consider this a fight. This is probably closer to the lines of entertainment. All my boxing fans out there, maybe you're not a fan of this. Or this guy, it's Jake Paul. Yeah, the dude that used to be on YouTube making crazy videos with his brother, Logan Paul. Jake Paul has a new fight. He fought an MMA fighter in Nate Diaz. He beat him. Beat him by decision. His only loss on his sterling 8-1 and record. He lost to Tyson Fury's brother, Tommy, via decision. Jake Paul is the same individual who knocked the living hell out of slam dunk champion Nate Robinson. Jake Paul, superstar fighter, right? Has a record of 8-1. and one. Prepare yourselves, folks. He is going to fight his first real boxer. Someone who has trained his entire life to box. He's not a basketball player. He's not an MMA fighter. He's neither. He's a boxer. His name, Andre August. Let me tell you something, folks. I love boxing. I keep up with boxing. Am I going to sit here and tell you I know every fighter? And am I going to tell you I know the next big thing out of Baltimore or 
or Atlanta or Los Angeles or Houston. No, no, I don't know that. We've had plenty of fighters here. Damn it, Andre Ward is going to join us next week. We've, we've had fighters on here. I ain't never heard of Andre August in my life. But Jake Paul went on social media because that's what a guy who's on YouTube does. And he let everybody know that he's excited about this fight with Andre August. He can't wait to get in the ring with him. And he announced his opponent. Listen to this guy, Jake Paul. Let's go, baby. I'm back. Andre August, 10-1 pro boxer on a seven-fight win streak. He's a real dog. But I'm going to knock this guy out Friday, December 15th, live on the zone. This is my next step to world champion fights. Let's go. Look, the only thing that gets this guy to world champion fights is if they feel the gate is there. He ain't getting no boxing fights on merit. Come on now. Andre August has been competing in the cruiserweight, light heavyweight divisions. He's he's 35 years old. He started his career 10 years ago. He's 10 and 0. This man ain't. Come on. You can't sell this fight. Come on. I'm fighting a boxer. This man is 35 and fighting for 10. He's fighting once a year. What is this? They found somebody to pay who won't do drugs, who's going to show up, and and then he's going to fight at another level. He pretty much just said, Jake Paul, that this is the, the next step in him uh, securing a, a championship. He, look, boxing, I don't want to call it a sham. That's, that's not appropriate to the dudes who go out there and, you know, give their blood, their sweat, and their tears. But boxing is a a carnival sport. Who's going to come out and scream the loudest? Who who got the biggest mouth? And Jake Paul and beating up basketball players and retired MMA guys. I mean, he beat Anderson Silva. Come on. He's now fighting a tomato can of a boxer. Andre August, good for you, man. Go, Go get the check. Go get the money. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Paul did eventually have a real fight against real competition. But it's not going to be based on merit. It's going to be based on money, like the rest of his fights are. Because there are a lot of people who will pay a lot of money just to see a sideshow in a freak show. Everybody loves a good fight, whether it's real, staged, or just set up to be a you-know-what show. Congratulations, Jake Paul. He's continuing to, uh, you know, make the money. I ain't mad at him. But if he fought a real boxer or somebody who was actually good in a real fight, Jake Paul would get his ass kicked. That's just the facts. He ain't that type of a prodigy. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Leland is calling from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR. Yes, you're live on the radio. How you doing? Hey, man, this is Tim, man, on my rugby phone. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate you. What's up? Hey, man, uh, look, I don't care what Yahoo or anybody else reports. Do you really think Michigan has the fact to to send that statement to the Big 12? Yeah, why not? It's a, it's a letter from a lawyer. What's the worst that could happen? I mean, I'm I'm just I, I just don't know that I'm buying it. 
You know, I just they, this, it, this it, thing it's is been, blown so far out of proportion. I I just don't know what to believe. I'm not a Michigan fan by any means. I'm sure, but I just think there's a lot of stuff out there that we still don't know. Well, and like I, you said, when Harbaugh leaves, yeah. it'll all be it'll all be undisclosed. Then, Jr. Love your show, man. Thank you for everything you do. Can't wait to listen to the rest of the show, brother. Well, thank you so much, Tim, for calling from Alabama. There are a few things that we do know. We already know that Michigan is being investigated by the Big Ten and the NCAA. We also know that the former Marine uh, Stallions is no longer employed by Michigan. It's been reported that he resigned. Whether you want to call him being fired or resigned, it's, I think it's just a matter of logistics. And we do know Harbaugh has said that we're being investigated. And so what is there? Where, where's the ambiguity? Where's the uncertainty about what's happening? And according to Yahoo Sports, uh, they got their hands on a letter from Michigan to the Big Ten detailing what I told you, that Michigan is basically telling the Big Ten Hey, y'all don't have the authority, or in the words of Eric Cartman, I think it's the authority, they don't have the authority to punish anybody. And so why why is that something that's so difficult to believe? This is what lawyers get paid for, right? Sit around, charge a lot of money to write threatening messages to other people. That's what lawyers do. So why would I think Michigan wouldn't do that? You're trying to win a national championship hopefully without cheating. Well, that guy is no longer with the team, so maybe not, right? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about a guy. I'm not sure what he's doing, but his record right now at Colorado indicates that he is not cheating. Indicates that his defense sucks, his offensive line sucks, that his son is a pinata. It's Deion Sanders in Colorado. What's next for Dion? Not this next game, but in the future future. Is he going to the NFL? Dion has an answer and a comment. We'll hear it on the other side. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 